The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope, brought to you by Enzymedica with host Terry Aranga. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Terry and her guests illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Terry Aranga. Hello. My name is Chantal Cecile Kira, and I'm a guest host today, taking Terry Aranga's place. I'm also a radio show host at another time on Autism One. I'm the author of three books. My latest is Autism Life Skills. And today I'm really happy to be guest hosting because of the guests that we have. Uh, I'd like to introduce two people. One of them is Elaine Hall, who is the founder and creative director of The Miracle Project, and Diane Isaacs co-founder and producer of The Miracle Project. And today we're going to be talking about The Miracle Project. We'll be talking about uh, Autism the Musical, uh, the Vista Inspire program, and also what is happening at the United Nations in April for, I think it's called World Autism Awareness Day. I keep confusing the title. Anyway, it's a very important event at the United Nations. So, Elaine, how are you today? Oh, I'm terrific. I'm terrific, Chantal. Thanks for bringing us on here. I want to say that I'm really impressed with all the work that you're doing, and I can't wait for the listeners to hear more about it. And is Diane here as well? I am here and uh, happy to be here. Great. Before we get started on talking about the Miracle Project, I wanted to talk a bit about uh, Autism the Musical, which was an HBO award-winning documentary. Elaine, can you talk a little bit more about what your role was with this project or this documentary? Yes, I have a theater program for children with autism called The Miracle Project. And uh, in its first year of operation, we were working with um, children with autism and other special needs, and they're typically developing siblings and peers. A group of filmmakers from NFX Films saw what we were doing and asked if they could document the next season. And they did. They came in. We found uh, 12 12 other kids and their siblings and peers, and uh, the film company followed a whole season for six months of the classes, the Miracle Project classes, with everything from meeting the kids and the families for the first time to uh, opening night of a live musical performance. And Autism Musical, uh, the director, Trisha Regan, and the producers, from Buna Murray, um, Sasha Alpert, Janet Grillo, and Kristen Stills and Perrin Childs, they um, put together this this um, amazing film that uh, premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival and then aired on HBO last uh, last April in 2008, and it uh, won two Emmy Awards in November. So. 
we are very honored and pleased to have been profiled in, in such a phenomenal film. I think it's amazing, and I have to say I hope that every listener out there, if they haven't seen the documentary, that they, that they get a copy of it or borrow a copy of it and see it because it's absolutely wonderful, especially with all the negative uh, news that we see coming out quite a bit about autism. I'm so happy to see positive things highlighted. Yeah, I, thank you. Yeah, so it brings a lot of hope, and, and really that's what we do at the Miracle Project. We, we focus on the ability within the disability so right. that there's, you know, always, always hope. Uh, I don't want to enjoy. I wanted to, uh, Diane, to speak for a couple minutes to let, tell us about what her involvement was with the musical and also with the Miracle Project. Are you, did you start this all up with Elaine? I was actually a participant with my son. I had been kind of searching for, you know, as every parent does with a child with special needs, you spend a big part of your day trying to figure out what is the best solution to kind of further all of his challenges. And um, I came across the Miracle Project, and when I walked into it, it happened to be right when the film crew had walked into it. So it was kind of a double whammy. We were going to do our debut season with the Miracle Project at the same time we had to make the commitment to be part of a documentary, which was, you know, not the easiest decision because, you know, it's like you have to kind of own up to, you know, there's going to be cameras in your life for the next six months. And I did talk to my son, Wyatt, who was 11 at the time, and said, are you willing to do this? And he said, you know, Mom, if, I can, if it can help one kid, because I told him what the goal of the film was, he said, I'm in. And so, you know, we all, we went through the process of not only the Miracle Project, but we had cameras in our lives, at homes and at schools and in certain, you know, at, at lawyers' offices and, uh, you know, it was very, quite exposing, but also very incredible through the whole experience of what was uncovered. And uh, since then, Wyatt's been to, you know, probably a dozen film festivals with it. We were at Tribeca and he's been walking red carpets and it's really given him a sense of, of knowing autism and being aware that he's part of that community and it's not something to be ashamed of or to be in fear about. And that was really the most beautiful gift that this whole process has given us is that, you know what, we, it's not something to be, you know, oh, the gloom and doom of it. It's like, you know what, wow, there's gifts and talents in each and every child and why it has uh, really embraced the, uh, the community. Interesting because my son had that sort of on a lesser scale, but he was highlighted on MTV's True Life, I Have Autism. It's also, it, well, it won the Voice Award, and so he got to walk a red carpet, but it really gave him so much more self-confidence, and uh, I'm a former producer, so it was really hard for me to have all these cameras in my life, you know, because they did come, but not as long as they did for your um, documentary, I'm sure, but... Uh, I was just amazed how much Jeremy really grew from that experience, and if anybody ever has the opportunity to do it, I think that they they should really discuss it with their child about how they feel about it because it is a positive thing. It's very well. That's the whole miracle project process is really right. the most amazing concoction of therapies that we did individually with Wyatt for years. And when you go to the miracle project, you actually get all of them organically integrated. I mean, it's it's voice, uh, speech, and language. It's fine and gross motor skills, it's social integration, it's everything at once. Instead of being like, you know, segregated with one-on-one -on -one therapists, you're in a group environment, which is very, very 
um, helpful and incredibly uh, transformational, especially for Wyatt, who was kind of shy initially, and you should see him now when he goes to the Miracle Project Elaine. <laughs> I mean, he gets up, and, up in front of a group, and he sings, and he dances, and the confidence is really something that, you know, every child you, you witness in this environment, they blossom. They actually come out of their shell, and they feel this sense of love and acceptance that they probably don't experience in their normal day life out in the real world. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, it's safe. It's a safe place to put yourself out there and try things out. Exactly, and you should you should see how they become. More, they're inspired by the the kids that have been there, and Elaine is just such an incredible uh, facilitator of that because she just accepts the children for whoever they are and for whatever they have, and just allows them to be. You know, which is such a rare thing for our kids. You know, it's, it's, you realize that most of the day they're kind of, well, I'm not fitting in here and I'm not quite like that and I can't really do this. And, and when you go there, it's like all of that is gone and the children just blossom. Elaine, what was your idea behind this? How did you start originally the Miracle Project? I um, started the Miracle Project in 2005 with a grant from the Jewish Community Foundation. Um, Basically, my son uh, has severe autism, and uh, when traditional therapies didn't work for him, I sought creative people. I'm, I'm an acting coach. I'm a film and television acting coach. I've worked for Disney and Nickelodeon and um, have a, a theater program called Kids on Stage. And when, when my son was diagnosed, I stopped everything that I was doing and decided instead to to work with um, my son Neil creatively and basically joined his world. If he was flapping around the room like a bird, then I would join him and start flapping with him. If uh, he was spinning in circles, I would take his hand and turn that into ring around the rosies. Then I started to bring in my theater friends, uh, writers and directors and musicians to join Neil's world in that same way so that inch by inch, step by step, Neil started to become more part of our world and uh, really, really became engaged in, in our world, so much so that it was time for me to go back to work. I didn't know what to do, so I prayed about it, and the answer came really clear to teach children with special needs, acting, singing, and dancing. I wrote the grant, and beginner's luck, I got it. Then the next year, started started the first The Miracle Project. That's how it came to be. And using the exact same concept of working with, we have lots of volunteers, a lot of professional actors and professional musicians, dancers, and that we train them in this specific protocol of first loving and accepting yourself, then being able to have that accepting attitude for everybody that you're with. When you talk about engaging your son by following him and what he was doing, you were doing Greenspan without even thinking about it. Well, actually, I was doing Greenspan. I was so great that, that you said that. I um, found out about Dr. Greenspan. I was doing it on my own because uh -huh. the traditional therapies were just not working, and the preschool where we were going told me about Dr. Greenspan. So... As we mothers do, and uh, or as we parents do, I called his office every day for 30 days until they got tired of me calling and gave me an appointment. So I then started having um, 
Neil and I would fly to, I live in California, Dr. Greenspan's in Bethesda. So we started flying to Dr. Greenspan to, to actually work with him. So he, he is my mentor and, uh, yeah. We're going to a break right now. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. Inside all of us lives a warrior. We win battles with our careers, our finances, our children, our pets. It's time that the warrior within wins the battles with our own being. Modern-day Renaissance man Ori Hoffmeckler dispels eating urban legends and fitness myths in Voice America Network's The Warrior Within, your guide to nutrition, energy, sex, and survival. Ori sets the record straight and will help you become leaner and healthier for a lifetime. The Warrior Within broadcasts live every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on The Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tune in for your guide to nutrition, energy, sex, and survival. If you've tried everything on the market and can't seem to get the radiant results you want from your skincare routine, it's time you stop shopping and start listening. Skin Health Today will help you take charge and start making smart choices for a lifetime of radiant skin and positive self-image. Join host Celeste Hilling and her esteemed panel of experts every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Skin Health Today on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. Actually, it's Chantal. I'm guest hosting for Terry today. And my guests are Elaine Hall and Diane Isaacs from The Miracle Project. And Elaine was speaking about how she started uh, doing The Miracle Project. So you got the grant. I got the grant. It was completely beginner's luck. And then started to train uh, professional actors and musicians how to join the world of autism. Uh, we had a special educator, Dr. Sarita Santos, come and work with us. 
and we started our first session. The first 11 weeks were all about sensory challenges and kids not being able to stay in the room. But if a child needed to hide under a table, we would just have a volunteer just go under the table with them. If another child needed to run the periphery of the circle, we had a volunteer join them and run the periphery of the circle. And within 11 weeks, rather than talking about behavioral challenges and sensory processing issues at the end of class when the volunteers met, we found ourselves talking about, okay, who's going to play what role and what costume pieces do we need and what set design do we need? While the, while the kids were in class, the parents were engaged in a very positive spiritual support group. So rather than talking about the depressing sides of things, we've, we have helped to encourage what's wonderful and beautiful about your child and what's your journey and challenges within the journey, but that it's really our own personal journey. Then we got the parents to help us with designing programs and sets and selling tickets. In the 11, 11, last 11 weeks, we put on a full-blown musical. So that's, uh, that's how it all began. I think it's wonderful how this whole idea of the Miracle Project really does integrate all different types of therapies and puts them in a functional way. I mean, you've got the sequencing of motor planning, you've got the sensory integration, you've got the language, but also the pragmatics that are in language, and acting out, like, what do emotions look like? What do they feel like? All of that is so important for real life, and we tend to learn them bit, or teach our kids these things in separate little units of time, but actually it all makes sense when they come together in the way that you're describing. Yes, that's the whole, the whole idea. Is I, I really, when I taught uh, acting and, and movement to typical kids, I would incorporate all the different modalities of um, uh, body awareness and, and personal growth. So it was a natural to incorporate all the therapies within the structure of a, of a creative outlet, self-expression. So we do. We, we, it's sequencing and motor planning, which is, that's what choreography is, <laughs> right? Um, it's, it's being able to take adult-directed activity. Well, that's what putting on a play is. It's socialization and uh, social skills. That's what you have to do as, as an actor. You've got to be able to listen and respond to your, your fellow uh, scene partner. So all of the different therapies could be easily applied into a uh, creative theatrical environment. A good example of that was with my son, Wyatt, who uh, came, the parents usually are together during the class, then they come down and they are the audience after each class, which is actually a great way for the kids to actually get audience exposure and huh. practice. And Wyatt sang this song, and they did this scene about a bully, and I was looking at this scene going, this looks a little too real to me, and sure enough, Elaine said, did Wyatt ever tell you these stories about how he is bullied at school? And he never, it's not like he was, you know, denying talking about it or repressing it, but I think when he was in that creative environment and they started talking about things that are true to them, it came up and then they, they launched a scene and Elaine immediately pulled together a group and they wrote a song called Sensitive that actually is part of our upcoming CD that Wyatt ended up singing with Jack Black. So it kind of had this long journey, but along the way he was able to express an inner, an inner feeling that he didn't really know was driving him. And I think that was what is so beautiful about theater. It's a creative expression, and that's something that um, you know really opened up the door to, to his ability to recognize and then you know express his feelings. So it's, it's an incredible program. It just really <laughs> helps on so many levels. 
So this program is now available in certain parts of L.A., is that correct? Or is yes. it only in the Vista Del Mar um, Child and Family Services area? Yes, we're in uh, in Los Angeles at, at, at Vista Del Mar Child and Family Services. Uh, developed a program called Vista's Inspire Program, which includes the theater classes. We also have music classes. We have a recording studio where the kids... Uh, record original music that they write. We have, um, I also do a, a bar and bat mitzvah program for kids with autism out of this. Right. Yeah, and uh, it's funny, the, the class, a lot of the kids who started out with us are now in an advanced class because they perform throughout town and they're, they're really, kids who literally could not walk into the, the, the door in our first year, are now performing for, you know, 500, 600 people, strangers. And, and we were at the Geffen Theater. <laughs> We've been at Paramount Studios, walked all kinds of red carpets. So they're really doing amazing. And this year, that particular group have at Vista Del Mar, we, we've created a show called A Chorus Line of Another Kind, where it's just like the play A Chorus Line, inspired by the play A Chorus Line, but it's our kids writing and telling what their dreams are and who they are. So that and those performances will be in May. We'd, we'd love to invite your uh, listeners to come to that performance. Okay, and how do they get a hold of um, tickets to go there or to find out more about it? Yeah, a couple ways. For They can call me um, here. I can give you the phone number. It's 310-836-1223. Extension 615, and they can go to the Miracle Project website, which is themiracleproject.org. And okay. we'll have all the information on that site. And really, this, uh, the success of the film and the message of the film really inspired so many uh, parents and teachers and help, uh, all kinds of uh, Across the board, people were like, we would love to have a Miracle Project in our own community. So right now, Elaine and I are really trying to organize how to get this pro- this program out to communities everywhere. Um, it definitely fills a, will, will help so many families in need. And um, we're doing trainings and we're doing certain ways that communities can create their own Miracle Project because obviously... We can't be everything to everyone just by Los Angeles. We want to take this nationally and hopefully internationally. We had so many calls after the film came out, over 3,000 calls from all over the world, saying, how do we have an empirical, how can we get one for our community? Because I know, you know so many people that could benefit from it. So that's what we're up to now, and hopefully we can you know, get a, a really successful network and make this project um, available to everyone. Yeah, because the Vista Inspire program, as Elaine was describing it, is very encompassing. It's not just the theater. Um, I really uh, was interested in the fact that you do help prepare, um, I don't know if this is part of the same program or it's a class included in the program for the bat or bat mitzvah, because that's another area of the spiritual, spiritual side of our lives that is really hard to integrate with our children. And so it's really wonderful to see that. Um, is this so? When you talk about moving the Miracle Project along to other places and figuring out how you can do that, are you talking about the whole idea of the Vista Inspire program that has all these different types of classes, or just 
Oh, absolutely, because it's the same protocol no matter what it is that you're doing. So, for example, in the Bar and Bot Mitzvah training program, we create a safe and sacred space where we have kids that are nonverbal autistics in the same class as um, kids, you know, highly verbal, kids with autism and kids with Asperger's. So that we create an atmosphere where self-expression is key, whether the kids are typing or um, drawing or coloring or verbally expressing who they are. And it's a place where they can talk about things that are really have meaning for them. Some of our kids may be kicking and screaming and biting during the day in their class. They come to our, our they come to the the Barmbat Mitzvah class and they're talking about God and friendship and what it means to be a real friend. And they talk about the world and the world's challenges and what upsets them in life and how they can make a difference. So spirituality, I feel, is a critical component to personal growth in, in autism. I mean, with with my son. We pray every night. He he's types about how God helps him find patience with his autism, mm-hmm. and well, I, I really think it's I really think it's important, a very very integral part, and as well for the parents to see our journey as part of a spiritual path, not just a um, you know a burden to bear alone, but but part of a community and. And then the, the final thing I want to say about that is we all heard about that um, the, the family in uh, Minnesota uh, that um, where there were challenges within the church with the child not being able to go to church. And what what we do is we we create a small little temple experience for the kids so they can first learn the protocol. In, in a small venue of, of what is this, you know, what is going to synagogue all about? What is, you know, what is going to temple all about? So then once they understand the protocol and what it's about and they, they really understand the sequencing of what's happening, it's, it's very easy to then go within a, a larger synagogue and, and participate. I mean, my son started going to a real small program there's, there's uh, uh, learning about um, it's something called Kolenu, which is a, a small program. And now he can go to any temple anywhere and participate and be a part of. He he actually went up um, for the high holidays and I wasn't I wasn't even um, with him and he was able to get a blessing in front of the entire congregation. And and this was a kid who, you know, used to be kicking and screaming and, and <laughs> I had to, you know, help him out of, of a temple. So I think, you know, this could be applied to any church group or um, you know, any any religion of first helping the children feel safe in a small environment first and then gradually integrating them into a spiritual community. All right, we'll get that from this. But I did want to bring up the importance Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. 
More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. Tune in on Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Healing the Grieving Heart, the program that takes you on a journey through grief after the death of a child. Join Dr. Gloria Horsley, marriage and family therapist and bereaved parent, while she interviews and discusses with other bereaved parents and siblings how they have coped with the death of a child and gone on to create and realize new dreams. So tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Healing the Grieving Heart with Dr. Gloria Horsley, right here on Voice America Health and Wellness. Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. Tune in on Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Healing the Grieving Heart, the program that takes you on a journey through grief after the death of a child. Join Dr. Gloria Horsley, marriage and family therapist and bereaved parent, while she interviews and discusses with other bereaved parents and siblings how they have coped with the death of a child and gone on to create and realize new dreams. So tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Healing the Grieving Heart with Dr. Gloria Horsley, right here on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. Health Health Cura, guest host today, and my guest are Elaine Hall and Diane Isaacs, and we're talking about the Miracle Project. And uh, before the break, Elaine was talking about um, the Bat and Bat Mitzvah classes offered through the Vista Inspire program. And I wanted to make a comment that often um, we think of preparing children with autism or teenagers with autism for the sensory issues when we're going into new environments. But oftentimes, especially if they're nonverbal, we don't think about the fact that Perhaps they could understand more that they're leading on to, and we need to prepare them mentally, psychologically, and emotionally. And I'm thinking about that because of um, many interviews I did with people on the spectrum for my last book, which was Autism Life Skills. And I was really surprised by the number of um, people, even those 
who have Asperger's syndrome who said that they were very affected by sensory issues and that um, they really had to prepare themselves and that transitions was the hardest issue for them when they were younger because they didn't know what was going to happen next and they didn't know how to prepare themselves for what was going to happen next. And so this idea of having the bat mitzvah in smaller environments or a little bits of what's going to happen, it's sort of like desensitizing them, but you're also mentally preparing them for the spiritual aspect as well. That's, that's exactly it, Chantal. I mean, we we prepare the kids in very small uh, environments. We actually have a sanctuary here at Vista Delmonte, so they they are able to um, to be uh, in the actual surroundings every week. So it, it totally desensitizes them, and we they learn the entire protocol. Then when we and they actually have their bar bat mitzvah, there, there's, there's been over 250 people. Uh, and the kids do phenomenal. They they actually do phenomenal. So uh, my son has had his bar mitzvah. He typed his his bar mitzvah um, uh, speech, and and my husband read it. Wyatt has had a bar mitzvah, and he has just been was phenomenal, uh, inspiring, and talks about about God and how the Torah, uh, how he feels God's um, how the Torah touches his heart and. I feel we've got a lot to learn from, from, from our kids, a lot to learn. Wyatt actually commented that children with autism that are nonverbal have a much more direct line straight to God because they don't need words, and words define and get in the way of that meaning. And he just said they speak a language of the heart, and that's direct to God. So he really has insight where you go, oh, my goodness, what we judge from the outside is, Nothing at all about what's going on inside. So it's, it's, it's profoundly amazing to watch and witness. Yeah, beautiful I think program. that uh, people who, like our sons that are the ones that are nonverbal, they don't have as much uh, information or access to communicate out, and so they do introvert themselves. And one of the things that you think about is, you know, what is the meaning of everything? And God is a big picture of that for many people. And so for them, uh, it would be too, I imagine. Yes, exactly. absolutely, absolutely. Exactly. It's unfettered. It's really, and we, you know, that was the other comment that White had always said, is we're surrounded by so many things, and when you get into the sanctuary, those things go away, and what's important remains, and that's really just feeling love and that connection to something bigger than all the things. Um, that was a big part of his uh, his his speech. Um yeah, it's it's quite an incredible experience, and I highly recommend it for all, everyone, yeah. The VISTA Inspire program, how many uh, children are directly impacted, you know, I don't want to say receive services, but are able to attend, and how many people does it take to run the program? We, in the VISTA Inspire program, we have the theater classes, beginning, intermediate, and advanced. We have a basic theater class. We have a music class. We have a bar mitzvah class. We have a post-bar mitzvah class for kids that have gone through it and then become mentors. What's great about the post-bar mitzvah class is that so many of our kids with special needs are always used to things being done for them. When the post-bar mitzvah class, they're the ones that, that are the givers. They help mentor the, the, the younger students. They help set up. They work with the rabbi. They practice um, healing the world. So the, the post of the, and besides socialization, 
So there's you know, about over, probably over 50 to 60 kids right now. Then we're having a, a summer camp this summer, uh-huh. and uh, which will be serving quite a number of kids for that. And then in the fall, we're starting more classes. We're starting a four to six year old class because um, the demand's really been great to having the younger kids classes. And then we have, um, we'll be starting a religious school education, six to eight year old, a nine to eleven year old. So it's, you know, pre-bar bat mitzvah age to actually learn the holidays and, and, and really, you know, get more in depth. So we're, we're, we're growing exponentially and all of these programs at this Inspire are founded on the principles of the Miracle Project. Um, you can get more information on the Vista Inspire program by going to the Vista Del Mar website, and that's vistadelmar.org for that. Um, also for our shows, they can they can go on on that same website and and find out more about our shows. Great. Now I'd like to speak about an event that's happening for uh, Autism Awareness Month, which is uh, going to be the month of April, but there's a special day uh, on April 3rd where Elaine and Diane will be in New York at the United Nations. Uh, Elaine will be honored as a Global Autism Awareness Ambassador and Advocate, and uh, you're going to be speaking to an audience of about 700 international ambassadors about your miracle-minded programs and philosophy. Is that correct? Yes. It's, um, it's very humbling and, and very exciting. Uh, was was contacted by the UN about a month and a half ago that uh, they are going to be screening the film Autism the Musical as part of Worldwide Autism Awareness Day. I've been asked to speak and, and uh, a little bit about our program and uh, the ability within the disability of, of children and adults with autism. Then we'll have a panel where, well, actually then our kids are going to perform. Kids from the film, uh, Henry... Stills was going to be doing his stand-up comedy routine, Wyatt's going to be singing. Wow. We have a couple other kids <laughs> singing. And something very exciting, uh, we'll be debuting, we've, we've been, uh, Diane and I have been putting together a, a CD of original music with children uh, with autism pairing with celebrity artists. So we'll be debuting our rock video of Wyatt singing with um, Jack Black and Stephen Stills, and we'll be debuting that at the at the United Nations. So, I guess the most exciting thing for me is to to help the world to see what uh, who our kids really are, and to build compassion internationally, to build compassion and understanding, so that uh, we can demystify what um, who our kids really are. I mean. There's, I have this, this feeling, this thought, this intuition that, that perhaps our kids are our global ambassadors. Perhaps they know the truth, just like what Wyatt says about there's too much stuff. We don't need that much stuff. As, as we have to, by the nature of our economy, we're downsizing. Kids with autism don't need that much to find meaning, to find fun, to find joy. And they teach us the importance of connecting and being in the moment and, and having less and doing less. And, and perhaps they're our canaries that are, that are showing us and warning us that, that the world is too fast and too loud and that we need to slow down and uh, there's too many toxins and 
that um, rather than being this uh, terrible thing, perhaps our kids with autism are our our prophets, and and they're they're showing the world that we need to return back to what's really important. Well, the interesting thing about um, many of our kids is the fact that. Uh, since they're not as converse as most other people, and that's what gets countries into trouble are their words. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the UN is—they've already—they're distributing the copy of Autism Musical to every single country that's going to go home and have screenings within their own country. So I really think that it's getting out on a global global level. The, the, the feeling of let's not be in fear about autism. Let's come from love about it and really, you know, understand it from a completely different di- different perspective. And I'm hoping that that's really going to change, you know, globally the way that we approach it. And, and that's it starts with, you know, one voice and one child. And so our kids are really excited to get in front of a big audience. And I know Wyatt has been thinking about what he wants to tell, quote, unquote, the world. And it's kind of that, you know what, don't judge me by the cover. Uh, there's a lot going on inside that, you know, you're going to miss and that our world is a little too toxic. And th- there's some things that, you know, autism might be a way that we're protecting um, ourselves from such a assault of our senses. And, um, you know, we have to kind of, we, we, we can no longer not pay heed to that because the prevalence is, is certainly um continuing in, in a very profound way. So we have to really take notice as to what is going on. Right. So it's an exciting now, opportunity, really, really going to be amazing. And, Diane, you're the one who really put together the entertainment part of the evening at the United Nations. Is that correct? Yes. I'm, uh, I come from a producing background, so it's kind of that's the reins that um, where Elena's running most of the programs. I'm running more of the entertainment silos of, of our uh our program, which includes, we're, we're launching a DVD line, which is all about being miracle-minded, seven keys to being miracle-minded, and we're doing the CD, which is going to be, you know, bringing in the celebrity artists to sing with our kids and really honor their voice and, um, you know, hopefully have some, some, some music that's played around the world to, to benefit uh, the programs such as the Miracle Project. So it's a, it's a benefit CD, so hopefully we'll get the good support of that. And the music's amazing and just lovely, eclectic. Like our kids, we have all kinds of genres and, and unique uh, uh, voices, but it's, written, it's music written by, for, and about our kids. So, you know what, it's very reflective of uh, what they want to say and what they want the world to hear. So, yeah, and we're doing some TV stuff and you know, MOWs and things like that, so we're definitely uh, trying to get it out in, in a variety of ways. Okay, we're taking a break now and we'll come back. Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the 
the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. Here's Chantal, guest hosting for Terry Aranga. My name is Chantal Cecile Kira and... We are here with Elaine and Diane speaking about the Miracle Project. Now, Diane, would you like to tell me a little bit more about the set of uh, DVDs that you alluded to earlier called Unlocking the World of Autism? Yeah, Elaine and I have have, uh, the opportunity to take a lot of the principles. We actually call them keys. We have seven keys that are part of the Miracle Project's kind of core methodology. And we've taken those principles and we put them into very practical, hands-on, kind of everyday living. Um, so it's the principles that, you know, obviously work within the stage of the Miracle Project can be applied to going to the doctor or the dentist. And we have designed this series called Unlocking the World of Autism, Seven Keys to Becoming Miracle-Minded, which um, really addresses more um, the healthcare profession, the educators, um, people that work with in healthcare, to really be able to, giving them the personal skill set to approach a child with autism or someone that has special needs from a place of love and acceptance and preparing themselves. It really starts with the actual provider before you even approach the child, getting your getting yourself aligned and getting yourself in a state where you can create a successful relationship. It's really about making a connection. So we're really proud of our, uh, the series that we put together. and um, I. I think it's going to be a very tangible tool for many, many people because obviously the prevalence of, of autism is growing and there's going to be more children with autism walking into offices and walking into dentist places and, and you know, every, every, there are going to be more and more in our society. So it's really a very practical way to um, prepare as, as a people. And I think that it's a, a lovely um, opportunity for everyone to kind of, you know, you understand autism much better when you watch this series. So we're very excited. We are we're releasing it with a company called Concept Media, um, and you can learn more about it at uh, their website, www.conceptmedia.com, um, and we'll also have it up on our website um, as it comes to release. It should be out within the next month. Yeah. And I did want to ask for people who live in the New York City area, is the uh, event in the evening for uh, 
that it is showcasing the musical and the other things that we talked about here. Is that open to the public? The, um, uh, the, for, at the UN, United Nations, there are limited tickets. Um, if people wanted to come, they would have to contact our um, the publicist, who is uh, Tracy Columbus. Actually, um, they could contact our publicist, Tracy Columbus, and um, we'll be releasing some extra tickets probably next Wednesday. Um, But, yeah, right now I think it is pretty much closed. Uh, Again, they can can go to our website and get all that information. Uh, It's themiracleproject.org. Can I ask, Diane, how uh, did your son enjoy the experience of making a Jack Black music video, and how did he get the opportunity to do that? Uh, yeah, it was probably the highlight of his of his life, and probably mine too at the time, because it just was so amazing. The energy Jack Black is, I think, probably one of the most loved uh, talents out there, and I see why. Because he's all heart, and he's a little teddy bear boy. And he walked in after doing the Kids Choice Awards, um, having been with children for I think eight hours straight, and been slimed, and uh, all of the things that happened at those events. And he walked in at about ten o'clock at night. And, you know, any normal person would have been like, leave me alone. And he just jumped right into the creative process with Wyatt. And he and Wyatt had this bond. I mean, I wasn't there. Stephen Stills was barely there. And they just kind of went and sang live with Stephen Stills and his band. And it was probably one of the most profound moments. And Wyatt was just, he just was so in, uh, I mean, it was, what a, what a, what a life experience. And, um, yeah, it's, it's the whole, like, it just is about finding the confidence. I mean, and he was so there and so present and so, you know, enjoyed it. So it came about, um, it was funny, I had seen Jack Black up in Sundance on a snowy street, and I just said, Jack, would you do something like this? He said, sounds great, and uh, contact my people. And, of course, you know, when you contact the people, it takes a lot longer. But uh, funny enough, Stephen Stills is very best friends with Jack, and Jack was telling Stephen about this, a girl that approached him in Sundance about a CD that he wanted to do, and it was he was like, I think I know who that is. So we all put it together. So it was a really kismet kind of uh, meant to be experience. It's very interesting. Elaine, that actually that the um, both the, the music, the song, it's, it's sensitive. The song is called Sensitive, and that song um, and the video that Diane took, as she calls it, her home movie of Jack Black and Wyatt singing will be available on our website through iTunes, and that will be available um, it rocks. Uh, next it week. It really rocks. It was very it was really um, amazing. So that um, we'll be, we'll be putting yeah, it on our website so please, to, be yeah, able to, to, to get that um, and see, see them rocking out. <laughs> <laughs> Full of joy. <laughs> we'll let, make sure to let the media know when it's available so we can spread the word in the autism community. Wonderful. Great, 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 definitely. So I wanted to ask two of the original people that are in the the actual movie, Autism the Musical, how many people are now still involved with the musical project? Well, as I said, Henry's going to be doing stand-up with us, and so he's he's involved. He'll be coming to the show, and he's involved. Wyatt is um, still involved. And um, Lexi still sings with us as we when we perform throughout town. And then Neil, my son Neil, 
Uh, actually, in, in some ways, all five of the kids are still involved. Right. Because Adam, who plays the cello, is also going to be performing with us. So, and performs with with the kids, the, the advanced kids. So, um, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. Elaine, your son is um, mostly nonverbal. Is that correct? Yes. And he communicates by typing, or yes, he communicates with typing. He's now really enjoying sign language. So we're 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 going. Uh, pretty intensely with sign language. He uses gestures, and um, it's funny. Anyone that knows him, which I'm sure it's you know like this for, for most of our kids are nonverbal, or as I've learned, minimally fluent uh, <laughs> to call, is that uh, anyone that knows Neil understands what he wants and needs. What's been beautiful about the typing is that he's able to express very deep feelings and deep thoughts. I mean, he's typed about Obama. He's typed about prejudice. He's typed about God, and those are things that uh, we wouldn't be able to get as quickly through through gestures and, and to, to really know what goes on inside of him. Right. And how is he, what kind of things does he do, and how does he get integrated into the work that you do? Like, what kind of, what does he like to do? Well, at the Miracle Project, he, he loves to dance, and he does the acting improvisation exercises, uh, he really this year he's he's participating more than more than ever. It's really been exciting to see his his one on one. Basically, just sits in the audience and lets him do his thing. So, really, he pretty much does the whole class. Now, if you ask him what he would rather do more than anything in the world, he loves roller coasters and he loves to go on X two at Magic Mountain. But uh uh, but he, he in the beginning, I think he came to the Miracle Project just because it was mom's thing, and now wow. he really enjoys it. Oh, that's so wonderful to hear. Yeah. Okay, so I want to repeat for the people that are listening here a little bit of information so if people want more information, they know where to go. Can you please uh, tell everyone where do they go for more information about the Vista Inspire program? For the Vista Inspire program, if you're in Los Angeles, you would go to vistadelmar.org. Vistadelmar.org. And for um, information about the CD, the DVDs, uh, and uh, keeping keeping with us in, in everything that we're doing, you would want to go to themiracleproject.org. Begin with Lane and Thank you so much. listening to Autism One, a conversation of hope. To contact Terry or get more information, visit AutismOne.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.